Hello, everybody out there in podcast land. This is Karen Wickiam and Erica Spadafora. And we are welcoming you to a new segment of stat called the placebo effect. And this is where you come. You don't have to take drugs to laugh here. That's right. Everything we offer here is drug free. Unless you want to add some drugs after, but that's after the show. Basically, we're not encouraging anybody to take drugs here. So we are your placebo effect. If you can laugh here, no, you can't laugh anywhere because, I don't know, maybe it's only going to be us that are laughing. It'll probably be us that are laughing, but, you know. Well, anyway, we think we're pretty funny and we think we have some pretty awesome stories to tell. Basically, how are we going to break this down? I We thought that we needed to in, inject some humor into stat because... There are, the subject matter tends to be very heavy. And uh, I've done a lot of suture rooms at the end of the episodes. And well, this is going to maybe, but not quite replace a suture room because we, like I said, we'll inject some of our stories and our experience into it. And the sole purpose here is levity so that we can, you guys can come here, have some fun, and we can talk about what's going on in the news. You guys post some amazing stuff on the Facebook page. Amazing. And Eric and I separately and together have had quite a laugh or a gross out by the things that you've posted. So basically we're going to go through the Facebook page and read some of the posts and discuss what we're reading. And so that's basically what we're going to be doing. And it's going to be silly. It's going to be uh funny disgusting. yeah disgusting gross funny hilarious and in the most respectful way possible really in the more we get along more we go along with the show i think the sillier it'll get but i hopefully in the best way never take offense to anything that we're saying ever that's the thing we as 911ers that's i don't know the best way to put it often have a dark sense of humor but it comes from like not wanting to think about right? The worst stuff. Absolutely. So absolutely. If you know us and hopefully you'll get to know us just by listening to this. We're pretty cool people. We are very cool, but we're also not, we're not jerks and we do care a lot. So that's why um, a lot of this stuff. And I have a tattoo on my ankle. And what does it say? It's just a star. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. So you guys know something new about Erica. She has a tattoo on her ankle. What's more important is she has a thumbs up under her ear. Or behind my ear. I mean, whatever. Oh, that's right. Nobody's judging. Okay. All right. Well, let's say that we're stars and we're giving it at least one thumbs up. Let's get started. Erica, why don't you start here? My favorite story uh, that I did see on our Facebook page is uh, that this is the title, Blood Fills Iowa Family's Basement. So when you open it up, uh, there's a little clip and it's on the KTIV.com website. Um, The best way to describe it is... This family was getting ready to sell their home and they discovered five inches of animal blood, fat and bones. And this happened as a result of drainage from a meat locker uh, next door. I, when I, (laughs) when I saw this posted, I didn't get, I don't know, a couple of sentences into reading this and I was gagging. It, the, the pictures Um, there, the the one picture on here is a a gentleman and he's got rubber boots on and he's standing in the basement, just staring at all this blood on the ground. And what had happened was they actually 
were illegally dumping into a um, a, a floor drain, uh, which connected to uh, the pipes of the the house right beside it, and that's how this happened. It's. I mean, what were they thinking? Did they think that they could just get away with this forever? Like, uh, let's hope that, you know, one day all this fat bone and guts will not back up. I don't really know, but they, uh, the video, if you guys want to hear a little clip. Yeah, I think you should play a clip. First of all, I want to give credit to Jennifer B for posting this. Thank you. And you are one of our best posters. Uh, thanks, Jennifer. This uh, is awesome. Yeah, uh, also, too, like, I, I, this encourages you guys to go onto the Facebook page and uh, do some posts. Like, we want to, we want to, you know, we want to uh, we want to see the craziest uh, stuff you ca- guys can find. And then we're going to talk about it on the placebo effect. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that was good. That I, was really good. Okay, play the clip. All right. See that? Smell that? I wouldn't want that for anybody to have that in their house. Bagley resident Nicholas Tina and his family of seven were getting ready to put their house on the market. And they've told us, you know, concurrently that we're not, shouldn't stay in the house because of the the biohazard until their kidding was flooded with animal blood i was shocked at first but i I mean i had a pretty good idea where it came from they've lived next to doll's meat locker for 10 years but have never doll's meat locker listina says his neighbors were dumping hog and cattle remains down a floor drain which is connected to his pipes and ended up in his basement. He immediately reported it to the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, which confirmed it as animal blood, fat, and bones. And I just got to say something. The best part of this is that they're showing all the pictures and it's the guy smiling is the best way to it. It's ridiculous. You you think he's in shock? Oh yeah. But Lucina says his neighbors have been anything but that. They haven't reached out at all. In fact, they've they've basically they, they haven't taken any accountability for it. They just say it's not their fault, and I guess told me oh. good luck, best best of luck. It's if I want to do anything with it, it's on my dime and my schedule. Wait, wait, stop, stop right there, please. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. They you could literally fit a piece of paper into where their their house connects to this meat locker. How can they say when they were dumping down, you know, a sewer that they share pipes with these people that this isn't their fault? I, I'm okay, s- I have a couple questions here. You can ask anything. How do you get a house that's attached to a meat locker? Well, number one, no comment. <laughs> I have something to say, but I don't think it's appropriate. Okay, so we'll we'll leave that for the after show if there is one. We'll have like an after show of an after show of an after show, and it just gets more and more raunchy as you go along. We'll see how many listeners we lose as we <laughs> continue. Um, okay, so okay, so you have a house that's attached to a, a a meat locker, which is a bizarre in itself. And then they, imagine the smell. Okay. In general, just the smell and the sounds of these poor animals being slaughtered. I am no vegan. I am not a vegetarian. Not that there's anything wrong not with that. Not I love vegans and vegetarians and vegetarians. <laughs> I, but I... Can you imagine the smell? Okay, I, I guess... I think most people have gone camping or barbecued or whatever. And if you've had raw meat you know, pork, beef, whatever, and it stayed out in the sun and it's gone a little rancid, even if it's been in your fridge for too long. Oh, and that smell, 
that the blood oh the blood that comes on the body you know what has that little um pad yes the, the maxi, pad if you will the maxi pad yeah the the meat maxi pad meat maxi and it's like it goes that like gelatinous gooey yeah I'm, i gotta like i'm trying to keep i'm gonna have to take gravel before this show <laughs> have you ever cut them open no, I've ripped them by accident. Oh, it's really great. And it's just disgusting. You know, there was a porn I saw once and it was called by accident. (laughs) I just needed to throw that in there. What did you just say? There was a porn (laughs) that I saw once called by accident. Oh my God. I don't even, I don't even want to know what it's about. No, you don't. Okay. So (laughs) continue. Continuing on. Um, yeah. So how is it not their fault? Okay. I'm going to walk over to this pipe. And I'm going to dump this shit in. But I guess it's the city's fault for not, you know. Well, the health department's involved um, due to the hazards. And the DNR said the meat processor has been cooperating with the investigation. However, uh, the Listinas say that uh, this meat locker place um, haven't been good at all with them, saying that it's not their fault that this happened and they shouldn't be held legally responsible so they're they're denying any involvement, even though it's directly involved. Like it's not like they slaughtered their own cows and their own pigs in their own basement, and this is the result. It's this is from a na- like a, the neighboring meat locker. Where why would you live number one in the vicinity of a meat locker? Yes. let alone right beside it. Uh, I I don't even know how that can happen, but okay, let's move forward. Keep playing it. I'm in money trying to deal with this mess. I definitely don't have thousands of dollars sitting around to, to throw at this. We called the Dolls Meat Locker for comments, but it appeared they were closed. I've asked um, the meat locker and the homeowner to work together from this point um, to solve the rest of the issues that remain regarding the tile line. In the meantime, the state continues to investigate and is working to make sure this never happens again. And I really wouldn't wish this on anybody, but... Oh, shit. I mean, all, all I can do is... Keep moving forward and try and take care of the problem. In Bagley, Monica Madden, Channel 13 News. The best part of this is you're watching it and they're zooming across and everything and everything's getting cleaned up, but there's these little piles of water and and they're bubbling. So I think you have more problems than just blood and fat and bones in your basement. They got to get this checked out. I don't even want to know what the bubbling is. I... Yeah. And I love how it's like you guys. You guys figure it out between the two of you. It's not our fault. We bu- drop bud guts, God knows what, into the suit like the pipes, and then it destroys the next door neighbor. And you know what? You guys work it out. But it's not my fault. And then the guy's just way too nice. Oh, way too nice. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't even understand. I don't know. It's you know what? I, that was my favorite story of all time, and I. I, when I read it, I was going through all these stories and I did see it. Yeah, that was definitely an interesting story. So thanks again, Jennifer B. Okay, the next story is, this is if this is not one of the best headlines I've ever seen, I don't know what is. Camel's testicles bitten by woman at Louisiana truck stop petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand. So this is from uh, Fox News. And I'm going to read it. A woman <laughs> a woman bit a camel's testicles at a Louisiana truck stop petting zoo and was cited for criminal trespassing, according to reports. The woman, a, a, the woman, a Florida re- resident, was chasing her dog when she crawled into Casper's enclosure. Casper's at, the uh, camel, ca- FYI. Ca- yes. At the Tiger truck stop on <laughs> I-10. I-10 at Gross Tet, the 
Baton Rouge Advocate reported Sunday. Or you could call it the big head. Gross ETT. Is it gross tet like big head in French? Because we're French a little. Yeah, I think. Or, I'm not French. At the gross tet. At the big gross head. Gross TT. <laughs> Technically, it's spelled like that. Uh, she told deputies she bit the 600 pound camel when. When he sat on her. Well, he was probably saying, you know what? I'm the camel security guard here today. And when anyone breaks in, it's my job to sit on them. I'm not going to bite them. I'm not going to spit in their face. Lady, get off my balls. Yeah. I'm not going to whack them with my humps, you know, because I think getting slapped with a camel hump would be. It would hurt. It would hurt. Yeah. Not stun you a little bit. So the camel's like, guess what? I'm not going to shit on the lady over there. And what does she do? On Thursday, it happened Thursday, she she said, I bit his balls to get him off of me. I bit his testicles to get him off of me. Now, I don't know if she has that accent, actually. I think she has that accent. I just, I just felt like doing that. She is. I like the, the Louisiana accent, though. They, well, this is what, there was another thing it says here. The camel did nothing wrong. That was from the Hamilton newspaper. They what? were aggressive. The camel was just doing its normal routine. So... That tells me that this camel likes sitting on people, clearly. But the best of the whole thing is... So his normal routine is sitting on people. Yes. Which is... I mean, it's only 600 pounds. Yeah, but if it's... If he's only partially sitting on her, it may not be as much. She was fine. You know what they got charged Like, he might, with? like, just go on one hip. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. Down on one little... You know how they have those big joints? Like, yeah. arthritic. <laughs> like, you're, you know? Like, football knees. Yeah. yeah. And the thing that they were charged for, deputies gave her and her husband summonses, which a summons, yeah, uh, on the trespassing charge for not having their dog on a leash. She bit the balls, and she, she got the time. dog without leash. Oh my god! <laughs> but this is one of this is one of the best stories I've I've ever read. Oh, and the last thing was the person reported Pamela Bozier. Who manages the truck stop? So the tiger. Oh, whoa! Wait a minute. Yes. Here we go. The truck stop once had a tiger-provoking controversy. Pamela Bozier, who manages the truck stop, said the tiger never attacked anyone, nor have the zoo's other wild animals, including Casper the camel. And this is what she said: "Quote, he's really a gentle giant." I, I don't even what to say to that. I just it's. You bit a camel's ball. How big Did are he have a camel's balls? Big, gentle, giant balls. Like, do you? Couldn't she have cupped them? Maybe given them a gentle <laughs> squeeze. I, you know, I, I am not a balls fan um, <laughs> by any means. But she could have at least given them just a gentle. Like, I wish you could see my hand right now because it would be like this. Like a, you know, those. It looks like she's looks like she's juggling. You know like, those she's, Chinese silver balls that you yeah. can get, uh, like the stress balls. Yeah. Or she could, she Benoit balls. Rolled them back and Benoit forth. Balls. Benoit balls. She could have rolled them back and forth. And I, the, okay, here's the scenario. The I, camel would have probably gotten off. I'm <laughs> winking right now. Well, uh, yeah. Well, he didn't get in trouble, did he? I hope not. Well, here's the thing. All right, this is how I see the scenario breaking down. Dog gets in. She's like, "Oh, fella, how did you get in there?" And so she goes in. She's like, "Come back here, Rufus." And That's the, the dog's Yeah, name. so the camel goes, well, look at that. <laughs> well, we've, looky here. We've got a trespasser. Now, since I'm lead lead security guard here at this here 
Um, if you're a lead security guard, you have a better accent than that. So put it on. Well, I'm lead security guard at this here zoo. And so what I'm going to do is what I've been taught is just to go have a, a wee sit on the lap. So I'm going to just ramble on over there and I'm just going to have a little sit. Oh, the accent's changing now into this. It went from Louisiana to British. That's so, but now I don't know what this is. So anyway. It's a gay camel. It's a gay camel, maybe. So then he has a little seat. And he's thinking, you know what? This is just, just to hold her still. And then she goes, oh, my fucking Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus. Well, what am I going to do? I'm going to die. I'm going to die. So she's like, I'm going to bite him. And the first thing that landed right slap in her face was his balls. She took a bite and he was like, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I wonder, it doesn't, the article doesn't say how fast the camel got up. Um, depends how long she had his balls in her teeth. I mean, do you think she just bit and then he freaked and then it ran? Or do you think she bit and held on for a while? So that's the story of the ball biting lady at the, at the zoo. Ball biting camels. Ball biting camels. All right. So, Erica, what do you pick next? Um, I am going to have to go for, where is it here? Just looking it up real quick. Fiast. Oh, I was going to do a sad one, but that's not happening. Um, my my next favorite one is from Jennifer B. Again. Um, cat needs glucose strip after mating with five females in a single night. That is awesome. The pictures... Do not do the story justice. Okay. It's basically, you open up the article, exhausted, but very happy in quotes. Cat needs a glucose drip after mating with at least five females in a single night after staff let him out of his cage at a pet hotel when they went home. Look look at the cat's face. I, I, I don't know if I can. I, I just, the way he's sitting, like... Between so so here's the story. If I was a cat, I'd say on that face, "What have I done? What did all I do? All these children, <laughs> all these all these kids." <laughs> so the story goes, but okay, between around ten forty p.m. and five a.m., my cat mated with five female cats, and those are the only ones I could see on the CT- CCTV footage. So that's how they know, because they saw him. They caught him in the act. He So the owner claims that the pet hotel staff then blamed him for the incident and complained that some of the cat owners weren't planning on having kittens. Now, at this cat hotel, number one, you should always have your pet spayed or neutered. Clearly nobody watched the end of The Price is Right. That's right. God. Uh, so he's saying my fucking cat is exhausted and on a glucose strip and this is my fault? That's one of the best lines I have ever heard. My fucking cat is exhausted. And on a glucose drip, and this is my fault? Sir, this is your fault. Always have your pets spayed or neutered. And at the end of this article, he goes, they're going to compensate each pregnant cat's owners 500 renim... I don't even know what this says, Karen. Renminbi? Yeah. And have promised to sell any kittens on their behalf. So it looks like it says it's like uh, 56 pounds or maybe oh, yeah, about a, 100, 110 bucks here. They, the other owners have also told me they'll either give me a kitten or 113 pounds if their cat returns to be out preg- turns out to be pregnant. 
Oh, see, because oh, the little guy or the it's a pedigree. Pedigree. He is a blue Russian or a Russian blue. You know what? Could be a blue Russian. Uh, uh, Isn't that I, a read drink? It, I read it wrong. Yeah, I a think blue a blue Russian. Russian is a drink. No, it's a white Russian. So I think a blue Russian is something to do with balls, and that goes back to the camel story. So we'll just stop. Everything it there. ties in. Okay, so a Russian blue. I actually had a Russian blue cat, and they are gorgeous. They are absolutely gorgeous, and yeah. they're the most chill cat ever. Yeah, they so I really... could just see him, you know, going around just really chill, going, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, they they really are really. Um, nice Tell me how cats. those female cats could not fall for that dude. Oh, pff, there's not a chance in hell. He'd go up and go, "How you doing?" Yep, yep. And they'd be like, "Oh, oh, have Russian blue." How they never mention the cat's name. Maybe they're trying to keep him. Out of the, uh, the it was news, purr, Percy, Percy, Percy. But anyways, if uh, you guys just got to check out the pictures, because the it's the pictures that um, really tie this article together. So um, go check it out on the page. Stat. After a long day in a pair of skinny jeans. Nothing says happiness like a soothing dunk of the tea bag into a steaming hot cup of chamomile tea. With the testicuzzi, feel free to let the boys go skinny dipping. Or perhaps chunky dunking is more your style. This isn't your mother's jacuzzi. Clearly, it's your father's. So there you have it, the testicuzzi. It is a real thing. So the article is is brilliant. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. Okay. Written by uh, Jennifer Still. Jennifer Still. Here we go. I'm a lady who exclusively dates other ladies, so I don't know very much about what goes on in a gent's nether regions. We hear you, Jennifer. I do imagine things get a little bit sweaty and rather unsavory smelling with your junk pressed up against uh, your body in jeans and pants all day, which is why the test jacuzzi. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> a jacuzzi made specifically for men's balls was created. So I just can't... Um, the second design here that they have of the testacuzzi, it's kind of nice. It's gold lined. Absolutely stunning looking. It's, it's gold lined with, it looks like it could be like a leatherette almost couch. It's like a taint couch. <laughs> it, a, a couch for your taint, if you will. <laughs> I, I, what do you call a taint? Just taint? I don't know. Well, I've called it a choda, okay. and people look at me like I'm crazy. Well, it taint my business. Oh, it taint nobody's business. Taint nobody's business. Ain't nobody's business. Then there's the everyday silver looking. Very um, it, it looks clinical, sterile, sterile, Very clinical. Sterile, so yeah. if you're a little bit more of a of a person that just wants to get the job done and feel it's a nice, clean job, you get that one. And if you're fancy, and I mean fancy, you get the gold plated testacuzzi. I just want to read these titles here. Or we'll read them one at a time if you want. So number one, no, testacuzzi isn't a gag gift. So I guess they decided to, uh, they thought of it up and they made it into a real thing. And the next, it says it started off as a joke. There you go. But the guys actually followed through. Uh, it's sponsored by the best dating relationships advice on the web. So check out Relationship Hero and you can find oh out more God. information about your, uh, your, uh, testacuzzi. And they use 3D printing to get it just right. The, the best thing here is it says the further promise that one dunk of the boys into this fine testicle jacuzzi is sure to tickle your fancy and soothe your manliness. I, wait a minute. I, I can, 
I can outdo that one. Okay, give it to me. Guys like to be pampered too. Okay, I'm going to do it in my really, my voice, okay? Okay. As the Testacuzzi website explains, quote, the Testacucci. <laughs> Testacucci. That's testicles and a vagina together. <laughs> the test. <laughs> the Testacuzzi features an ultra soft precast silicone pillow to rest your largest member on. <laughs> a deep reservoir to dunk the tea bag into. Battery powered bubbles and hours of pleasure. They further promise that one dunk of the boys. Oh, you just read that. <laughs> oh my God. The best here is it's it, they're talking about variety of colors and it says whether you like to keep it classic with white or black versions or you want to bling out a bit with a shiny oh. gold version, $10,000. Oh, I didn't know it was actual like gold. 14 karat gold plated. A $10,000 testacuzzi. I'm sure you guys could put your balls somewhere else for a lot less than $10,000. That clearly is for the man that has everything. That is an expensive date. When it's like, I don't know what to get grandpa for Christmas because he has everything. You get him a gold-plated testacuzzi. And it definitely ain't going in a stocking. (laughs) (laughs) This is the inaugural episode of The Placebo Effect, and I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. Yeah, I mean, this may be the only, the inaugural and the last ever placebo (laughs) effect. Maybe we can ask people for subjects to talk about. Like, what do you want us to talk about? I I think the most important... I'm banging around too much. Her boobs are too big. (laughs) I think one of the most important things about this is that this is the interactive part of STAT. It's the city... It's the silly, more lighthearted end of it, as you just heard. But... You guys are amazing. You've just followed Stat all along or just joined. Um, it's it's amazing the support you give and your feedback is so important. And hopefully this brings some, you know, laughs to you. And like Erica said, let, let's make this as interactive as possible. Post some stuff on the Facebook page. If you've never been or you want to join it, it's a closed group, but pretty much we let everybody in. And, you know, if I've it's heard a- that before from a lot of Karen's exes, she lets everybody in. Hey, hey, but <laughs> boom. Um, no, honestly, but we do monitor the webs, the, the, uh, Facebook page very closely because, uh, it is a safe place to be. Anyway, come check out the Facebook page. It's, uh, stat shocking traumas and treatments page. And, um, come join us. And for those of you amazing people that are already there, start posting some fun stuff. And we may pick your article to read and have some fun with. So, yeah. What do you guys think? What do you think, Erica? I I just, I'm, I'm staring at the page, looking at all these great things that people keep posting. Uh, just a quick Emma B with the snake uh, in Australia. That is insane. We'll talk about that next time because that's crazy. Oh, yeah. Emma B is one of our wild and crazy Australians. And we have some people from New Zealand that listen that are on the webpage as well. I mean, I keep saying webpage, Facebook page as well. And oh my goodness, some of the things she's posted and talked about in such a nonchalant manner, you know, again, these guys are fantastic. I love everybody on our Facebook page and appreciate all the listeners and supporters. Um, yeah, I can't gush enough about you guys. You're, you're amazing. So like Eric and I said, I hope you enjoyed the show and, and the levity that we're trying to bring to such serious subject matter that we talk to talk about most of the time. And uh, yeah, you can 
uh, reach us. Well, actually, you know what? Instead of listing off all the ways to get in touch, I'm just going to put them in the show notes. So, yay. And just quick and dirty. Don't forget. Oh, we have to name the li- the winner. Oh, yeah, the winner. Okay. Okay. So the the contest to name the show or Erica's part of the show where it'll be sort of a combination suit your room, hardcore ER, where Erica talks about her experiences as a paramedic. We have picked a winner. I can't do a drum roll. Insert drum roll here. And the winner is Rig Life. Yes. Thank you, Danielle Smith. And you will have your choice of a stat mug or stat t-shirt. So let me know. And I'm going to post this on Facebook so you know there as well. So the new show is called Rig Life with Erica Spanadacopada. Rig Rig Life. Rig Life. Rig Life. Oh, we we might have to do a song. Rig Life. Rig Life. Stop my shift. Stop my shift. We're already going into the shit. Rig life, rig life, rig life. Here we go. As you can tell, Karen and I both have ADHD. (laughs) Actually, it's not even ADHD. What do we have? I don't know. Squirrel brain, something. Squirrel brains. That's why we get along so well. We don't drive each other crazy and we drive everybody else around us crazy. So, um, but we know what's going on and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And remember to stay kind, rewind. Don't eat yellow snow. Safety never takes a holiday. Pet your dog, not your date. And peace. One love. Peace. True crime and it gets nothing realer. Sometimes it'll be the cure that'll kill you. Gotta watch out, yeah, you gotta watch your back. Cause you don't wanna be another episode on stat. Thank you for tuning in, learn a thing or two. These medical mysteries can be unbelievable, yeah. Subscribe, make sure you do that so you'll be tuned in and be ready for the next show. Stack. <laughs>